0: Hey everyone, welcome back once again to the Ministry Mailbag Podcast, a podcast brought to you by Trinity Lutheran Church in Owatonna, Minnesota, and we are your excited hosts, Chris Swanson, Director of Middle School Ministry,
1: and Kate Verlots, Director of High School Ministry. Hey everyone!
0: Kate, I feel like we've been saying this a lot the last few weeks, but we're really excited for everyone to listen to this show.
1: This show is gonna be amazing. We have two amazing guests on this show today. but before we get there, Chris, you've been talking about Toy Story and rewatching it with your kids. Do you want to share the devo you found with us?
0: Absolutely. We're about halfway through re-watching all four of the Toy Story devos and it just has me thinking a lot about our childhoods and friendship. and I found a devotion. This is written by a person named Marshall Segal, S-E-G-A-L, and you can find the Devo. It's titled, You've Still Got a Friend in Me. You can find it on desiringgod.org or just searching that title, You've you've Still Got a Friend in Me. I'm not going to read his whole thing. It's it's really good, and I recommend that people go check it out. I'm just going to do the intro, and again, the title is, You've Still Got a Friend in Me, The Charming Gravity of Toy Story 4. Marshall writes, We need friends like we need air, food, and shelter. We may survive a few more years without friendship, but we will not truly live now or forever without finding a good friend. That basic emotional and spiritual need runs like a Randy Newman soundtrack, every frame under every frame of animation in the Toy Story series. Now, Woody, Buzz, and the rest of the Toy Chest have returned with some new friends, Almost a quarter century from the day we met them in the first Pixar film back in 1995. Wow, that's amazing. The fourth installment of the beloved series, which some of us feared because we didn't want them to ruin what we loved about the first three, is actually really good. What makes Toy Story 4 successful, no spoilers here, is what has made them all successful. Pixar makes films that wrestle with the complexities of life that humans wrestle with making us think, laugh, and inevitably cry. Toy Story 4 is no different, wading through sorrows only adults have known while capturing the heart and imagination of children. I was a wide-eyed nine-year-old the first time I heard Buzz say, to infinity and beyond. This weekend, obviously this was written last year, this weekend I took my own family, I now see and feel the layers of storytelling, and yet I realize I also somehow see less than my three year old. All of the important characters a pole string cowboy, a talking space ranger with built in laser, a little bo peep doll, and dozens others are made of manufactured plastic, and yet they often feel more human than the flesh and blood we interact with each day. They wrestle honestly with their purpose and identity. They risk And fail and risk again. They experience anxiety and pain through life changes. They sacrifice. They make new friends and they say goodbye. Friendships make movies and friendships make or break our lives because God made us to love and be loved. Mm -hmm.
2: Like you said, it
0: goes on from there. It's really great. I highly recommend it. And just thinking about how God has made us for community. I think that's been on my mind as we've been separated and trying to do digital community together, that it's still true. God has made us to be together. And uh, even though we might feel limited or constricted, God gives us all, I hope you hear that listeners, gives you a purpose and meaning to your life.
1: Absolutely. Could not agree more. I'm excited to continue reading that article as well. That Devo sounds amazing. And it has me thinking about my childhood toys, which brings me to our top three for the week. I'm going to share my top three childhood toys. And Chris, I would love to know what yours are. My first toy that I absolutely loved as a child was Barbie's. My sister and I, Probably had close to a hundred Barbies between the two of us. That might sound like a very large number, but it was never enough. We would make entire Barbie kingdoms in our family dining room because my parents never had a formal dining room. It became Barbie-topia and I got to accessorize the heck out of my Barbies. Super fun. The second toy that I played with a lot as a child was McDonald's toys. Did you ever get McDonald's toys, Chris?
0: Oh my gosh. Somehow they were the best and the cheapest toys that you could ever have.
1: I think the idea of getting a toy when you're having a really greasy hamburger meal at McDonald's just amplifies the joy for a little child.
0: That and they were always part of a set, right? Like you got the first of the five, so you had to beg mom and dad to take you back again and again and again so you could get the whole set of toys
1: right i remember when they were giving away the aladdin set oh my gosh i think i begged to go to mcdonald's every day for a week to get all of the aladdin figurines it was amazing so we collected our mcdonald's toys we didn't just like put them on a shelf somewhere they stayed in this big bucket and we called them our character bucket so i was acting out disney stories all the time it's no wonder aria does that today i go hmm, that sounds familiar right now
0: no surprises.
1: No surprises. My third favorite toy as a kid is a very unique toy. Many people from our generation, millennials, might remember sky dancers. They were these wonderful dancers that you sat on fairy pedestals and you would pull their string and they would fly into the air with their plastic wings and inevitably break when they fell off your staircase.
0: I'm five years older than you, Kate. I don't remember these toys.
1: Oh, I'm really sad right now. Well, they got them at Toys R Us kids, and they were on point for Christmas, let me tell you. Sky Dancers.
0: I'll keep that in mind on my next birthday list.
1: Yes. All right, your turn. What did you play with as a kid?
0: My top three toys as a child were, of course, number one, Legos. My mom still is annoyed at me because I have buckets and buckets and shelves and shelves full of Legos back at my parents' house, and she really wants me to take them. And I would love to. I really would. Mom, if you're listening, I really would love to take them. I just don't have room in my own house.
1: They're all in Bemidji.
0: And they're in a closet that she doesn't need. So what gives?
1: Right. And Kelvin needs something to play with when they're at your grandpa- the parents' house, right?
0: Well, totally. Yeah. Let's go with that. Uh, Another one of my top toys, I of course had action, you know, figures and all that. And I'll go with transformers were my favorite and Kate, I know you've heard this story. Oh man. My mom's getting a major shout out in this episode. (laughs) So I, sorry, mom's not going to like this one though. I had a whole bunch of transformers toys and I also had a whole bunch of teenage mutant ninja turtle toys. And I was in high school and it came time to have a garage sale and she said you have to pick one to keep and one to put on the garage sale and at the time um, the Transformers had been played with so much that they were missing pieces or you know just kind of worn down and the Ninja Turtles all had like their weapons or their accessories or their vehicles and so to me it felt like I should keep the thing that is intact like a more complete set, and I'll put the junkier-looking toys out on the garage sale because then it's less likely that some other kid's going to come along and buy it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna con my mom, and I'm gonna end up keeping all of my toys.
1: Smart, okay.
0: So I thought, of course, somebody bought them and they're gone. And like a year later is when Michael Bay uh, debuted. He was rebooting the franchise, or you know, making the the real-life movies of the Transformers. And they've been huge for like 15 years. So I'm the dummy in that situation.
1: Could have been worth millions.
0: Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Anyway, uh, my last toy, played with these a lot, Nerf blasters. Running around the house, running around the neighborhood, and losing darts under couches and in the woods and who knows where. Thousands of darts gone.
1: Millions of Nerf gun darts out in Bemidji somewhere, folks. You know where to, you know who they're from.
0: <laughs> yeah, please return. So anyway, that's a bit about our childhoods. Let's move on to our main segment today and welcome our very special guests. Well, we would like to welcome our next guest to the podcast. We're really excited to have these two on, uh, representing another person from our parent group as well as our middle school youth.
2: Hi, I'm Laura Jensen. I am Karina Jensen. I am in middle school and seventh grade and 13 years old.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys for being here. We're excited to have you today and we just want to hear from you. Tell us a little bit about how distance learning is going for you. What's life like right now?
2: I, so I'm in seventh grade, like I said, and I usually get done with school around 11-ish, sometimes earlier, sometimes later, kind of just depends on what my day has. And then It's a lot easier than being in actual school because you just get things done quicker and you can do it at your own pace and don't have a teacher yelling at you what to do. Yes, I would say it's easier in a way and it's going pretty good. That's awesome to hear, Karina. What has been one of your
1: favorite classes, distance learning?
2: I kind of like all my classes, but maybe math? I always kind of liked math but in school it wasn't as fun because they had changed the curriculum around so then you learned it in a different way but now back on to here I think we're learning it a little better and getting it's getting easier to do. Karina's done amazing. She has been able to pretty
3: much take on her distance learning all by herself. I haven't really had to be involved much with her at all which is great. I do have a third grader, on the other hand, which has um, meant a lot more involvement (laughs) than what I've had to do with Karina. So for middle school, I say they've done great. And obviously, they're old enough to, you know, know how to run the computer and, you know, get into different sites and whatnot. But it's been a really big blessing that Karina's been so independent on this so that I can kind of give some more time to our son who needs a little bit more help.
0: Great job, Karina.
3: Thank you.
0: How about you, Laura? How has uh, everything with stay-at-home affected you?
3: Well, I own a salon, so I am not working. Um, Mm -hmm. It's different every day. I think everybody can kind of say that. There's so many moods of staying home or, you know, of quarantine or whatever you want to call it. Um, For the most part, I was really excited to be able to be here and not have to try to work from home and help the kids with stuff. Um, You know, we've kind of exhausted our arts and crafts. and things like that Um, so we're trying to find a a different normal so hoping that maybe by next month maybe I'll get to go back to work but if not we're trying to enjoy our time together as much as we can I've never been able to be home this much since I've had children so it's it's been different it's been really good sometimes and it's been really trying sometimes (laughs) that is
1: accurate
0: Yeah, I think that's the truth of, like you're saying, what we're all living into is it's an unexpected blessing to get to spend this much time with the people we're closest with, and that's great. And then just like any other time that you spend too much time with the same people, you push each other's buttons.
1: (laughs) Push, push, push. (laughs) Well, can you guys tell us a little bit about your involvement
2: in the ministry at Trinity? So um, I have done, I did VBS one year and I helped with that and I was in a classroom with the kids and then the year before I helped out in the nursery dream VBS and um, we both um, teach Sunday school in a classroom and we both did that the past this one but the year before <laughs> she just did it so i
3: have taught sunday school for many years actually just for the past three at trinity i believe uh this is my first year doing connect with um eighth grade boys which has honestly i've loved it and i did not think i would i love those boys they have been awesome so that's amazing i know right awesome they have been so great um Karina and I volunteered at the Toys for Tots um, concert this past December. I feel like we just do some random things. Like I know we've done some different Sunday school stuff on top of the normal teaching. And this past week or two, Karina and I redid the the church bags, children's bags um, for church, cleaned them all up, put in some new color books, make sure they all had crayons clean toys wash the bags which needed to be done (laughs) Um, so they are looking awesome and uh, O just came and got those a couple days ago so those should be all ready for when we someday get to get back to
1: church
0: our kids will be very appreciative (laughs) because they love having those activity bags during worship so thank you so much
1: we need people like you to pick up those odds and end tasks around church. I, you said you mentioned random tasks of like helping with Sunday school prep and nursery things. And like that's what makes ministry happen. The hours that that took to just even do that type of a project with washing those bags and restocking them. Like a ton of little kids are eventually going to get to enjoy your hard work. So thank you guys. I'm going to give
3: Karina most of the credit on that one. All. all Not All. Most of the credit on that. One. No. Um, <laughs> okay, you washed the bags. I washed the bags. That was it. I washed was, the bags. Was yes, love it. Thanks, <laughs> mom.
0: <You laughs> work, She's like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and I, think- I
3: don't know if everybody knows this either, but we actually live across the street from Trinity. So. I feel like we do weird things like pick stuff up at the park or do you know what I mean? Just like make sure that that kid's not like doing something vandalism like at the park or in the parking lot or like, I feel like we're the weird personal watch team for Trinity when nobody's there. That's um, You're that's the neighborhood
0: watch. We love it. We
3: are. We are. Um, so it's weird um, in this time too. It's been so weird not seeing anybody there. It was super hard at first, like, just nobody being there, you know, some of the custodians every now and then, or at first, I think there was nobody there at all, which was Mm
2: -hmm. so
3: weird for us to not have constant traffic, or, you know, constantly seeing people, or waving to Pastor Todd, or, you know, whoever just walking out, Um, that was so weird, and now, you know, with some of the food stuff and whatever, there seems like there's somebody there at all times doing something, um, for the most part, but...
1: It's still, like, I feel like I lost my neighborhood watch job. <laughs>
2: oh.
1: Our Trinity Angels, that's what we need to call you. I like it <laughs> so much. And you've memorized all of our license plate numbers by now, I'm oh. sure. So.
3: I know whose car is everybody's. I do.
0: <laughs> I love feeling safe. I, a creeper, I promise. <laughs> but I think that's what community is, right? Like, that's what I love about Trinity it's a community full of people who do the odd things whether they're asked or you like you're saying you just decided like hey we're gonna help watch out for the the parking lot and uh memorize the cars like that's awesome
3: i promise i don't know everything about you (laughs) not everything he likes to get lunch at
0: this time and she likes to go here and
1: Well, what have you guys been busy with during quarantine other than um, not seeing vehicles and watching church? What other things has your family done um, to stay active during that?
2: A lot of eating, always eating, and we've played like games after dinner sometimes or games at the table where we'll go around and say um, it's like a one-word story and so someone will start and then we'll keep going around and going around and sometimes those don't end up very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're great. Enough <laughs> said. Yes.
0: Hey, one great addition to that, maybe I've mentioned this on the podcast before, a variation of that game is to play it as a sentence but have it be fortunately, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. I think we
2: played that at church a couple
3: times. I love that. I think that's a great idea. I think, like I said, we kind of exhausted our arts and crafts right away. Um, you know, we had gone when we knew we were going to be home for a while and bought some painting stuff and some, you know, whatever. You know, you can only do that so much. <laughs> so the games at the table have been great. Uh, we normally try and do it after dinner. My son's a huge movie buff. We have re-watched, I think, every Marvel movie, and we're on to Power Rangers now, I think. I don't even know what's happening. Um, but he loves them to be watched by everybody. So I don't watch the movies. <laughs> that is not for me. She's right. <laughs> she does not watch the movie. <laughs> um, but I will say, cause we moved into this house a couple years ago. So we've had, um, projects, you know, there was an older couple that lived here before and it, you know, stuff kind of was needing to be redone. So we've been getting some of these projects done or started anyway, learning that there's more because it's an older home. But, um, so actually that's been great. We've been able to do some of that. We cleaned out some closets. Yeah. I don't know. Lots of
1: little things that just never get done. My laundry room is clean
0: congratulations wow
1: you like you need a medal for that because my laundry room like i don't i don't know if it understands the word clean
2: yeah (laughs) very rare i will say that
0: (laughs) mine's an infinite cycle
2: yeah it's like you bring clothes down and then it just happens again and then they get washed and then oh it happens again and it's just gotta happen again and again it's
1: annoying (laughs) i think we should tally up like Every person we interview on the show, how many loads of laundry that they try to do a week, like attempts like I think that would be a great statistic. For a podcast show in several years of like, and loads of laundry completed.
0: <laughs> a box score.
1: A that's laundry. so funny.:
0: <laughs> That's great. And I think that's another example of one of the hidden blessings, as it has turned out, as families just spending more time together and making memories, playing games. I'm a huge uh, board game nerd, so I love – whether you're playing board games or UNO or anything, like, that's great quality time spent together.
3: I think we had the longest game of UNO
2: ever the oh other night. Oh, my God. It took forever. Mm-hmm. I lost, of course. I lose everything. <laughs> that's just how it happens, but – It was, like, not matter at all.
0: <sighs> that's incredible. well we certainly love you guys and love having your family around watching the parking lot and being in the building and volunteering and being in confirmation and sunday school you guys are awesome we're so blessed by you uh so thank you and thanks for coming on having conversation with us
1: thank you guys thank you all right my would you rather question for the both of you is would you rather not be able to use your legs or not be able to use your arms? Legs. Definitely legs. Mm-hmm. You?
2: Yeah, legs probably because, like, my arms it can reach things farther than her because she's shorter than me. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, arms, legs, legs. Chris?
0: I would like to keep my legs because I like going for runs but I'd like to keep my arms because I like to play the guitar. Uh, I will choose not to use my legs and keep my arms.
1: Yeah, I say legs for me too. There's, I would like to write and just pass notes. And I feel like I could be... are you be, passing
0: notes to right now?
1: Well, my dogs, naturally. Yes. <laughs> I'm teaching them to read in quarantine Chris yeah.
0: very ambitious of you
1: <laughs> Yeah, I had to work on another project well thank you guys again for answering my would you rather question and for being on our show today we're so happy to have you both thank you
0: be well be safe thanks for all you do and we hope to be together in person soon
1: yes Yes. <laughs>